When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Mark Hill, and this is the segment, The Podcast. I believe in humans' potential, that the ultimate expression of oneself is achievable. And we all have that urge, that need to progress and become better. And I feel that the trail can help us do that. Whether it's overcoming fears, learning from mistakes, taking calculated trail risks, or building those long-lasting friendships. It's all progression. Join me as I speak with folks who are moving from the ordinary to the extraordinary, and let's catch them on their journey towards the KOM of their life. Welcome to the segment. Let's go. Hey, Senders, welcome back to episode 111 with the Tinkering Cyclist. I'm your host, Mark Hill, and this is also Joey Yates. If you don't know, now you know, you know. <laughs> Joey, happy happy Thursday, my man. Thursday, that means we're two days away from riding, right? This weekend. Yeah, yeah. I like to think of Thursday as like Friday Eve yes. because it, it yeah. feels like Christmas is around the corner. <laughs> yes. Any uh anything new, Joey, out on the trails? Any new whispers that you've been hearing out there? No new whispers, but uh, I did call you today uh -huh. to see if you were gonna be at the ride this weekend. So oh, Tommy's throwing an S uh, so ride with SSB. Oh. And yes. I'm looking like I'm going that way. That is the SSB takeover. Yes, you're right. Yes. May 21st, SSB takeover with Tommy. Uh Dude, there's going to be a lot of cool vendors that are going to be there. Uh, they did this last year, and uh, basically everybody meets at that park area in Aliso. Yes. And uh, fill up their water bottles right there, and then they take off from there. But, uh, yeah, that's going to be at 8.15. I'm sorry, 8 a.m. is going to be there. And, dude, there's going to be Freedom Lovers that are going to be there. Yoshimira, Unspoken, Spokex, Better Bolts crank brothers and of course after the ride ssb was there with their uh with their cleaning spray and tiresome if you need it and just good times man that's gonna be a good one that's the perfect place for a for a ride too because every lap you come back through that park so yes you want to skip a lap or you know you want to fill up your water bottle or whatever it's just a good location for it that's a great spot they were saying um get there at the first ride's gonna take off at 8 30 for the advanced riders and then uh They'll come back at nine o'clock, pick up not the advanced riders, more gotcha. novice rides. So, yeah, gotcha. you can pick your poison that day. Pick your poison that day. Again, weatherwise, looking like it's going to be an epic SoCal oh, yeah. day, which is going to be whew, pretty amazing. And speaking of freedom lovers, have you had you and I saw freedom lovers? Where did we see those at? Who had them on their bike? Was it Tony Luna who had them on his bike? Possibly. Those things are dope. Those things are like, 
they they look like a like a Shimano lever, like real nice trigger feel. Right, right. You can right. put them on the TRPs. Yeah, they were good looking. Yeah, I need to get yeah. some freedom levers in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading this here for Mia. I need some SSB in my life. Yes, yes. <laughs> and also on the 21st, you guys, on May, OG Mafer is uh, debuting his trails out there in Lake Elsinore. It's a Simpson-themed trail system. He's going to be having people uh, meet up. 8.15 is the meetup. 8.30 is the rollout. That's OG Mayfer. Uh, check out his uh, Instagram channel for the specific location, OG underscore Mayfer. And uh, that is also a great thing. Man, there's a lot oh, of good nice. rides going on this weekend. It's uh, pretty good. That sounds great. Yes, yes. And uh, did you hear about this guy, Johnny Yu? What happened to his fingertips? I, I had a really busy week, so I uh, just read about that or saw that yesterday i think so i didn't reach out to him but man oh man he chopped his finger off yes <laughs> right on mother's day <laughs> on mother's day i don't know if there was any drinking involved but it was definitely boating yeah relaxation stations and Maybe a little pinch between the dock and the boat i don't know yeah know. Shark like, i'm gonna go with, yeah let's go with shark let's go with a good one let's get us some street cred <laughs> the shark and this alligator were, yeah. were coming after him and johnny <laughs> dropped his drink in the water and he was like oh no um, um yeah i'm going in <laughs> right johnny that's how it happened yeah <laughs> oh man <laughs> let's talk about real quick joey uh tuesdays with craig and joey so Ooh. this week was a little crazy um yeah this week was a little violent <laughs> yeah what what happened there Usually a little, you know, usually we have a little, we're a little more on the humorous side and it was a little more violent this week. Um, yeah. One of us was either excited or upset that somebody got a new bike. Oh, NBD. Yeah. So we don't, we don't, you know, I, I was either upset or I was excited. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's call, let's call Craig from Craig and from the Craig oh, and Joey post boy. and see what Craig has to say about this. Let's see if he picks up. Please don't answer. Please don't answer. Please don't answer. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yo, what's up, my brother? Booyah! <laughs> Craig, Craig and Joey, uh, this post, uh, Joey just basically said, you got kicked in the water because of new bike day? Jealousy? Is, is that oh, what's wait, really going oh, on? No, I didn't no, say he got kicked in the water. He might be the guy on the bike kicking me in the water because he thinks he's all cool on a new bike. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, let's clear some things up. Hey, Mark, how, how you doing, brother? Welcome to the segment podcast, bro. Your voice is Man, live on the air. Your segment podcast is on fire, and I'm so excited for you and so happy for you. Thank you, Craig. Now, this Joey guy that you guys are all gaga about, like, uh -huh. oh, Joey's so special. He's, oh, he's so cute. He's such a nice guy. Let me tell you, he's Joey the Doughy. He's a he's not a he's not a nice guy. I mean, I love him, but I have to. we're theoretically stepbrothers, and uh, you know, it's one of those things you just have to roll with it. Look, we don't disclose a whole lot of these uh, videos and who is and who isn't, but yeah. Look, the guy's got mo more money than the fault of Brunei, and he's mad that I get a new bike. Oh, let's go for a ride. I knew what he was going to do. I tried to get to the inside of him. He wouldn't let me. He kicked me in the water. So, yeah, that was me. 
Craig that was you in the water? Oh, okay. That's how the story's going to go. Joey, All right. Joey can't even remember. <laughs> I thought that was yeah, you on I'm your new bike. You were so excited, you knocked me in the water. Yeah, well, that's not the way it went down, and you know that. But that's okay. <laughs> this, 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 gets your, this gets your goodie joke. Joey two shoes. Uh, you know, All right. That's everyone loves Joey. <laughs> well, tune in next Tuesday for the next drop and adventure from Craig and Joey. Uh, and where are these Craig and Joey? These Tuesdays of the Craig and Joey, they're pumping out on Uncaged Instagram. Is that and, right, Scott? And raging, yeah, we pump and them on. And MTB raging. Yeah. Oh, got it. Okay, so give that a yeah, follow and a look. We, we collaborate on these, and I got to tell you. I'm not very happy about it sometimes, but I'm doing it. Straight <laughs> out of love for the guy. Yes, yes. Craig, thanks for jumping on. And, uh, man, try to stay out of the water, huh? Mark, I love you. Joey, that's a different story. We'll talk later. Uh, <laughs> I love you, Rachel. I love you, man. I love you. <laughs> talk See to you soon. Out, boys. Okay. See you on Sunday. Sunday, peace. Later. All right, that was MTV I Raging. I didn't want him to answer the phone. He just makes yeah. up stories all the time. Yeah. He was ready for you. Yeah, he, he, yeah, you rehearsed that. That's not fair <laughs> at all. <laughs> we got one more call before we bring the guest on. Uh, we got the this guy's doing some great things out of Corona. Austin from Generation MTB. Now, this is going to be good. You guys that are watching this, that are married, this is actually his anniversary with his wife. And for some reason, I feel like we called him last year on his anniversary, and he picked up. So we're going to try it again <laughs> and see if he picks up. Here we go. Calling Austin from Generation MTB. He Hi, you reached Austin awesome like right off Empire Works. Oh, he passed. he passed. Oh, man. Yes, that was like, that was, <laughs> that was a trap. He passed. Yes, yes. <laughs> Mrs. Austin, you got a good guy there. Yeah. Right, let's, let's test him one more time. Uh-oh. Oh, he can't push the button fast. Yeah. Oh. Austin. <laughs> Dude. My wife was literally calling me right now while you called. <laughs> oh no! And you picked up you picked up our call. Uh, well, yeah, I I texted her and told her I was getting on with you guys. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. We'll let you go real quick because I know it's your I know it's your anniversary, and for some reason I feel like we called you last year on your guys's anniversary. So that's so funny. That is hilarious. But real quick, yeah, Austin, it's a big one. Oh, congratulations! Nice. A decade, excellent, man. Thank you. Much appreciated, guys. That, that is awesome. Now, Austin, real quick, tell us a little bit about the night ride that you did with your crew, and then what are you doing for the Miles for May collaborating with Zach? Oh, cool. Thanks, man. Um, yeah, so the night ride was cool. We did uh, we did Troy Lee. Um, I've been trying to do kind of like an annual Skyline to Skyland Aleworks uh, ride, and so we do we climb up Skyline, and we go to Troy Lee, and then we bomb Troy Lee at nighttime, and then grab some brews and hang out after at, uh, at Skyland Brewery. It was a really good time. Um, we had about, we didn't have that many people out, not too many people uh, like that climb out at Troy Lee too much. Yeah. And uh, my e-bike is broken right now, so I didn't like it either. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, it was, a, it was a good time and, and just adding to those miles like you talked about. That, um, is, that is awesome. And where can people, uh, if they want to go on a night ride with you, uh, do they just follow you on your Instagram page? Yeah, yeah, at Generation NTB, or they can go to our Facebook page. That's where most of the events go up. Um, and I, I post those 
you know, whenever we're having a big event, they go up on the Facebook page and the Instagram page. Beautiful, beautiful. And you guys are racking up yeah. some miles for this Miles for May. What's happening there? Oh, good question. Um, so Zach is uh, Zach is doing some awareness around uh, Brain Tumor Awareness Month. Um, it's Go Gray in May, and we we wanted to team up with Zach. We actually have a uh, a team member from Generation MTV who's also been personally affected by a brain tumor in his family. And when when Zach started posting up his uh, facts of the day for month of May uh, regarding brain tumor awareness, um, we wanted to get involved. And so we brainstormed me and, and the, a couple of guys from the crew and talked about how we could get involved and how we could hopefully create some awareness around this. And so that's where the Miles for May challenge came up. And essentially it's just, you know, go out, walk, go out, ride your bike, ride your dirt bike, your scooter, whatever it is, you can rack up some miles. And then basically at the end of the month, whatever miles you rode in May, you donate that money to um, the McKenna Claire Foundation is the part or the the uh, foundation that we partnered up with Zach. Excellent. And where can people click on that link to the McKenna Claire Foundation in order to donate? That's a good question. So um, we're periodically posting uh, Instagram posts with the link on the post. Um, and then there's also a link in my bio that I've been told I think the link in bio doesn't work. Um, so I'll just periodically post on the page. You can check on Tumor Warriors page as well. Or you can just directly go to the McKenna Claire Foundation page on Instagram as well, and they have a link to donate there. Awesome. Awesome. Austin, you're the man, bro. Thank you so much for doing yes, what you do in you. order to do this. This is great. Getting us all motivated for miles for a good cause. And uh, check out his night ride, Generation MTV. Austin, on his 10th anniversary, joining us on the segment podcast. You are a brave <laughs> man. Yeah, brave. yeah, thank you, guys. I, I, I got to go soon before I get... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Venmo you some money for a drink for the anniversary. Thanks for jumping on the show, my brother. All right, Joey and Mark. Have a good night, guys. Thank you, Austin. Thank you. Thanks, Austin. Mark. Wow. We have an update on the finger. Yes. Tell us what is that? What is happening with Johnny's finger? Shark and alligator, both. Yeah. I both. knew it. Both. Yeah. We were both and, right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then, and then Laura, she wants us to take a moment. Okay, folks, let's all take a moment for Johnny Yu's finger. If we, could, if we could all take a moment for the digit that is no more. And we're back, folks, uh, to the segment podcast. Yes, thank you so much for tuning in. We do have the tinkering cyclist on the line tonight. And uh, I, I know the next question is going to be, what finger was it for Johnny? So think about if your drink or phone fell in the water, which finger would you be willing to sacrifice to get those back if an alligator and a shark are bidding for it? What, what would you put in there, Joey? Ooh. Well, I mean, just... I'm going with the, the I'm going to lose the good fingers. <laughs> I, right? I guess there's no time to really think about it. That's yeah. so true. It's not like I'm going to uh, pick it up with my pinky or my thumb. So, yeah. <laughs> well, with that being said, your pointer, uh, pointer finger, I know, right? I, it'd probably be, it'd probably be the pointer finger or thumb, the ones we use the most, but then no breaks. We yeah. would, uh, you just uh, flying down the hill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You so, don't want to touch those coward levers anyhow. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm always on those things. I, I, I love them. <laughs> I'm so scared all the time. Oh man. So folks, let's jump into it. We got uh, the tinkering cyclist on the show tonight. If you haven't had a chance to, to look at what Brian does, you got to go to the website, 
the Tinkering Cyclist, or go to his Instagram page, Tinkering Cyclist, and see what he's tinkering around with. He makes a lot of great things, all bike-related. He'd even do custom stuff. And uh, the dude's very creative, and he's joining us from Michigan. He's three hours ahead of us, so he's a champ for being on. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the Tinkering Cyclist. Yes! Hey, What's up? What's happening, Brian? Not too much. How's it going? It's good. It's good. Welcome to the segment podcast, bro. I appreciate you being here. Thanks for having me. So we were talking about getting you on the show, and I love all the stuff that you do. It's so creative. How did you start tinkering around with things and being like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to start doing some custom stuff. I mean, I'm looking at this cool, are these like, are these laser engraved cup, cup holders or coasters? Yeah, so that's a, that's a laser engraved uh, wooden coaster. Um, and that's kind of something newer that I've started doing. Um, I have a bunch of different designs with different things on them. Oh yeah. The send so, it boys. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And uh, N plus one nice um, so, oh look at that yeah those are those are a newer thing but uh i guess to answer your question on how it started uh, i used to race quite a bit and uh like joey was saying before the show i would just throw all my old parts in a bin and i said oh i'll use those again i'll use them one day or they'd be backups but i'd never go back and use them uh fast forward i i don't race as much uh have kids in a family now so i was like i should start making some things out of this old stuff so i just started thinking of different ideas and coming up with new stuff and uh, making new designs really that's pretty cool now, awesome. did you already have a lot of these things in your shop like the the laser cutter and everything that you do to make make items or or did you did this all kind of evolve with this idea uh, it's been evolving actually. So I had, uh, I started with uh, bracelets and some signs um, and then it just kind of kept growing and growing from there. The laser actually came, uh, people kept asking, I make uh, some bottle openers and oh, yeah. people kept asking if I could uh, customize them. And I was looking into different ways of doing that. And then I figured out I could get a laser and laser etch on stainless. So, yep, there's a there's an example right there. So I can laser etch logos, names, things like that on a stainless material. So uh -huh. I got a laser. And really, I just got that uh, about six or eight months ago. So that that's actually a newer portion. I've been doing this since uh, 2019. So Oh, wow. So it's fairly recent, like right yeah. before the pandemic started. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's great. That's awesome. Do you find that since you're now slowing down from racing and you're and you're into this, you know, tinkering with these these parts that are going out and and now they're actually making it into people's homes, do you, do you find that it takes up some of that space in, in your mind where racing was before? Um, it definitely does uh, take a lot of my mind, but it is nice to be out on a ride and see something or think of how I'm going to make the next item or come up with different ideas um, or just have conversations with people and it'll just spark something. And honestly, when I'm writing, it's one of the times that my mind is most clear. So 
uh, I'm not bothered with work and all these other things. So uh, it's a good time to think about stuff. Dude, isn't that the truth, man? When you're out riding your bike, it there's just so much that your brain is able to finally free up for, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm checking this out. It looks like winter does not slow you guys down from <laughs> riding at all. For the folks that are listening in on, <laughs> on iTunes and Spotify, uh, you guys are in Michigan. You guys are plowing yeah. through the snow right here. Yeah, that's my wife. Um, and we have a little trail in our backyard. It's nothing. It's I think it's 0.3 miles in the winter. Uh-huh. But, um, I had this idea and I was like, hey, just go ride your bike and then I'll bring up this little, uh, you know, laser fat bike. And then she just <laughs> kind of fell in front of me and I was like, this is perfect. It's perfect. So, um, yeah, but it doesn't stop us. We have the fat bikes so we can ride year round. We can ride on the beach in the snow. So, um, Yeah. yeah. That is, that is great. Now, when you started mountain biking and racing, was that, uh, how long ago was that? So the Tinkering Cyclist became 2019, but how far back does it go for when you first jumped on a bike? So, I mean, I grew up on a BMX bike, just jumping curbs and things with my friends, but. I knew it. I knew it, Joey. (laughs) It's either BMX or moto, right? (laughs) I was never in the racing or anything like that we we would make the old shoddy jumps and uh we used to bunny hop over recycling bins and <laughs> just do that sort of stuff and then so good uh got closer to my 16th birthday and i stopped riding a bike altogether. Uh, i actually still have the same that old bmx bike so that's kind of interesting but that's my cool first mountain bike ride my uh one of my friends asked me it was just before my birthday in 2005. He said, Hey, you want to go mountain biking? And I said, where are we going to do that? Like, are we going to go on a trip to Colorado? What do you mean? Mountain biking? We don't have mountains in Michigan. (laughs) No, no, let's go. There's places around here. It's like, I don't even have a bike. Should I take my BMX bike? And he said, no, they have them at Walmart. So, so we went to Walmart. Terrible. Went to Walmart. I got a, a eighty nine dollar twenty six inch full sus- full suspension with the I'll grip and all that. Yeah, and a helmet. And we went to a local trail, and I was just dying the entire time. Um, <laughs> but I rode that bike for one year, and then on my next birthday, I don't know how old I was, probably twenty. I bought a Trek forty five hundred. So. Oh, wow. You I've, got... been, uh, I've been riding since then. So I guess 2005 was when that started. Oh, wow. Yeah, you got you got bit by the bug and went from the Walmart straight up to the track. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah. And this just in, Katie Coleman says, that's embarrassing. Not fair. The trail is not groomed yet. Oh, hope we didn't get you wife. in trouble. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's my wife. That's the one in the video that fell down. <laughs> Shout out to Katie. What a trooper. Yeah. <laughs> what a trooper. a trooper. She puts up with me, so. <laughs> <laughs> We got uh, Mia from Women's MTB Network. She says, I'm going to hit you up from some Women MTB Network coasters and other things. Oh, perfect. yes. Nice. Perfect. Perfect. I love custom ideas. That's a lot of what I've been doing is my own ideas. But once in a while, someone will give me something. I'm like, this is perfect. Let's go with it. Nice. Nice. So we're back in 2005. You get the track. You're, you're falling in love with the sport, obviously. Yep. And 
how did you get into the race scene? Was that also a friend that was like, Hey, let's, let's raise this up to a new level. Um, that was a little different. Um, so I, I rode occasionally on throughout college and that took me up till, uh, right after college, I got a job. Um, I'm an engineer by trade, so I got a job full-time engineering and, I was like, what do I do with all my spare time? Because I was fresh out of college and I had more time. And I was like, what did I used to do for fun? And uh, I found my bike and started riding it. And then I kept hearing, or I met some people on the trails and I kept hearing them say, like, talk about local races. And people kept saying, Iceman, Iceman. I was like, what is that? And um, so I found out it was races. And I've I've always been a competitive person. Uh-huh. So I was like, well, I'll, I'll try a race. And, uh, that was my first race was the end of 2012 and then 2013 and 14 and pretty much into 15, I was racing pretty much every other weekend. Um, wow. Quite a bit. So yeah. Wow. Were they all Iceman races or did you start, were you traveling? Like, were you on a circuit where you traveled? So no, I, Iceman is a, it's one race. It's in November. It's in Northern Michigan. Uh, it's the first weekend in November. Uh, that's just one race, but I did join a, a point series. Uh, I entered as a beginner. Uh, so you do eight, 12 races, whatever, and you get points. And then at the end of the year, they, you know, accumulate something. Um, so I did some of that and really it was kind of nice because I didn't grow up traveling much. So these races were all across Michigan and it kind of made me go different places in Michigan and check out different areas, uh, hit a lot new, a, a lot of new trails. So it kind of spent, you know, those two, three years just traveling around and doing all these different races. And if I heard of one that sounded cool, I'd go up and do that and turn it into a camping trip and a weekend trip and everything like that. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. That sounds like a very cool adventure to do, yeah. you know, going out, meeting friends, racing. And it's crazy with the whole mountain bike scene, how much you get of a community, how quickly you can get a good community of people together. And I'm sure that must have been like that for you in your, in your scene out there in Michigan's pretty similar. Oh, yeah. There's a great community. Um, our local area within, I'd say, 45 minutes of my house, I can hit almost a dozen trails and they're all like, I guess, trail systems and they're all around eight to 15 miles. So and we do have a, a really good community around Grand Rapids, Michigan. Okay. I'm going to pop that up real quick. Grand Rapids and uh, take us through, if we can find one on the maps here, show us. Cause out of curiosity, I'm, I'm curious to see, what that trail system would look like. So we're here. I, I typed in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Okay. Um, where should I go from here? Oh, man. Uh, are you just on Google? Yeah, just did Google. Should I go? I mean, you could do MTB Project or Trail Forks, and those will show you. Let's do that. Trail Forks. But there's, a, there's an area up there, Rockford. That's where we go quite a bit, and there's – about five or six trails up there and you can link them all together. So you can go and do four mountain bike trails and the roads in between and uh, hit about 50 miles. So, Whoa. Wow. Yeah. And what it's is, not, it's uh, not like 50 miles for you guys. It's all flat out here. Remember that? <laughs> mountains? 
Yeah, but that's still, it's got to be like 50 miles through the forest of like a bunch of like, you know, rolling hills and, and different mm -hmm. terrain. So oh, I pulled yeah. up Rockford right here. Is this, uh, am I in the right spot? Uh, I don't think so. No. Let me, let me make this bigger. I don't for know. The, for the folks who, for the folks who are tuning in, we, we didn't rehearse this. I'm just throwing this in here. <laughs> You're in Minnesota. Oh, that's why. I'm like, oh, I'm familiar. <laughs> Rockford, Michigan. Here we go. Uh, actually, there's Marquette. It, it's coming up under Trail Forks. So Marquette's in the Upper Peninsula. Okay. That is an awesome uh, trail system up there. That'll um, get us close here. We usually try to go up there once a year or so, but that's a six-hour drive from us. Woo! Yeah. Wow. Okay. Checking it out. There's like a bunch of blues, blacks. Yeah. So green. there is some elevation up there, up in Marquette and uh, Copper Harbor, which is the northernmost peak of the Upper Peninsula. That's a 10 hour drive. Wow. Uh, we usually go up there every Labor Day. And that's, that's a really good trail system too. Wow. Wow. It's cool. It's so cool to see how there is like, wherever you go, there's mountain biking. You can find oh, yeah. something to, to do so now I, I went ahead and i backed this out on the maps further am i getting closer to your area or do i have to come out farther uh okay you're still you're in minnesota still oh how did i do that <laughs> what are you having against michigan <laughs> i don't know Michigan's right next to where all the lakes are mark <laughs> right right yeah, you know the one that looks like this or <laughs> rock for the mitten Rockford, Michigan. Okay, this is we're gonna try it again. It's really? I swear I swear it says M I on it when I type it, it in. It's not Mark's weakness. <laughs> yes. um, <laughs> to my to my geology my G Minnesota. My G <laughs> okay, so there that's where we are. So I I live in uh I guess the little dots to the southwest of that, but so yeah, if you zoom in a little bit straight at the middle. Okay. Okay, you'll see Cannonsburg. So there's there's a trail right there, that big blue circle. Yes. That one we did last night. Whoa, look at that system. That thing's all coils around. Yeah, so that's that's the ski area. Oh wow. Yeah, so you actually start by climbing pretty much a ski hill and then you go down and then you go back up it and down it again. But again, it's not a mountain like you guys are thinking. It's you do one lap and it, I'd say it's about maybe nine to 10 miles now. And it's, you know, 600 feet of climbing. So that sounds fun. That sounds like a lot of fun. Oh, now, yeah. wait a minute. It's um, the weather has been crazy this year. Although we are in May, yep. is that obviously that's open for you to ride? Was there snow still there? Uh, no, there's, there's not snow there right now. Joey's cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> the comments are coming in i'm hoping you don't you don't see them <laughs> <laughs> yes i was just called out for such a smart guy mark doesn't know shit about geography <laughs> and he says i'm not got <laughs> michigan minnesota i don't know is this an ip issue or a geography issue i'm not sure i'm not sure i swear i was typing in uh mi and it kept <laughs> popping me over but okay the, the, so these are close to you these are your local spots yep now what's this one right here this is a uh, east pond plummet it's a black this looks pretty dope yeah 
it's i mean most of what we have in this area this is all flow trail um so it's it's good to go down it, it's fun to go downhill it's it's not that bad to climb because it's all stepped and um so it's not that bad the the bigger trails so like up in marquette and copper that's where a lot of the more technical trails are with rocks and uh, more crazy features but yeah most of my trails around here are uh, pretty tame and uh just like a flow trail oh that sounds fun man i love flow trails flow trails are so good yeah that looks so now with you riding these trails as your local you're the guy the folks out there that are riding the the guys and girls are they on more of short travel bikes, a uh, hardtail. I think you're on a hardtail, yeah, Brian? Yeah, I have I have hardtail. Well, I have one bike with suspension. It's a hardtail, but other than that, I'll ride a rigid single speed or my fat bike, which is rigid as well. But most of my friends have uh, a hardtail or yeah, short travel, uh, full suspension. But that's that's all that's really needed around here. Even on the single speed, the being rigid. I don't get beat up that bad. So Dude, you're probably fast as fast as hell on that yeah. single speed no, I too. I used to be. I used to be. <laughs> I think he's I'm modest. I think he's modest. No, uh, I'm all washed up. <laughs> I'm just panting at the back of the herd now. <laughs> the wisdom is there. You're like, you got to get in high on this berm, folks, before you. That, <laughs> is, that is the one thing. I, I still do have some efficiency, and my bike is under 20 pounds, so. Those are my two secrets. If, if people yeah. figure that out, then they'll all be as fast as me. So I have to hold on to those while I can, so I can keep up a little bit. <laughs> right? Just start sticking magnets on everyone's bike to like weigh mm -hmm. them down. <laughs> exactly. SSB is in the audience. What's up, John? Good to see you, brother. He says, "Good evening, everyone." And cheers around from John there at SSB. Um, so. With it, so you're you're riding those trails out there. Oh, trail pimp. I guess we're, let's let's check in with the chat. Trail pimp says I was still riding enduro bike on the flats. <laughs> it's more work. <laughs> my, you might get laughed there, trail buddy, pimp. Yeah, my buddy and I we switched bikes. He had a he had a Santa Cruz Blur, and it was all decked out. It's awesome bike, and we switched. He took my rigid single speed, and he was dropping me, and I was so mad that. And I wanted my bike back, but he wouldn't give it to me. It's just so much more pedaling, and it's unnecessary here. It really yeah. is. So. Yeah, you're losing the efficiency with the suspension yeah. in, in that, on those flow trails, it sounds like. Yeah. Man, can you imagine how fun that would be, Joey? Running those yeah. running those flow trails well, on a single-speed rigid? On a 19-pound bike, yeah. On a 19-pound <laughs> bike, throwing it around. I don't know how fast my Izzo is. and that, that Yeah, that's like still another 10 pounds lighter probably <laughs> yeah yeah actually joey and johnny you from the mountain bike q a show just bought uh yt izzos and mm -hmm. those are short travel bikes uh very yep. fast you know like closest we can get to obviously rigid or i yeah. were like really right. xc style uh but light and just can throw it around man ah oh, dude mm -hmm. i'm dreaming i'm daydreaming about those trails i'm gonna pop it back up for the folks that are listening in on spotify and itunes there are these great flow trails out here in, I just want to say it, Michigan, not yeah. Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota. Yeah. That you could go ride. Oh, man, that's so cool. 
Uh, MT Braging says, uh, I wanted my bike back, but he wouldn't give it to me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like all he wanted was a Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Now, Brian, with with the tinkering cyclist, I know you, you have your job as the engineer. Do you find that mountain biking and tinkering has been like a great I guess what I'm trying to get at is when, when we're on mountain bikes, it's so meditative, right? It's like all your cares go away. You're, you're present. You're living in the moment, which we don't get to do very often these days with work and internet and everything else. But do you find that tinkering around and making products like this also puts you in that same state? Is that like an extended piece of the mountain biking or does it feel like work? Um, it's definitely not work. I wouldn't be doing it if it was work. Uh, it is quite meditative uh when i sit there and clean chains for hours sometimes i'm just sitting there thinking and it's it's nice to turn my brain off because if you're sitting there on social media you're mindlessly scrolling and nothing is coming no i original ideas are coming to my brain but if i if i'm sitting there my hands are busy and i'm just sitting there thinking it's like okay i start thinking of how i'm going to make the next product or what i'm going to make so it does kind of clear my mind and it keeps my hands busy. So I'm not just numb, numb, numblessly scrolling on, you know, social media. Yes. But yeah, yeah, totally, totally. That in when you do that, geez, like minutes, hours go by so fast. Yeah. And really it was, I mean, ideally I'd go out and ride my bike or I'd go hit some gravel around here, but uh, with I have three and a half year old twins, so they keep me busy. They keep Holy. me, you know, stuck around the house. Uh, so sometimes <laughs> we put them to bed, and I go outside in the garage, and I take the baby monitor and just keep an eye on them while I just tinker. So that's cool. That's, that's kind of how all this was born. I knew all. I knew a lot of my ride time was going to get cut. So this is something that it's a creative outlet, something that can clear my mind and. Uh, give me something to look forward to and do. That's awesome, man. That's really cool. And I love that it's turned into a business and uh, there are people that are purchasing your products. And, and I've seen, I think it was OG Mayfer out of Lake Elsinore uh, shot me a picture with your sticker on it. So you you have like a presence wow. out here in Southern California. I was like, wow, like OG Mayfer knows who the tinkering cyclist is. It's awesome to see that you're getting out there yep. is, um, and this is cool for the kids as they get older to see that, yeah, you can make something, you can yeah. sell it. It's within your passion. Are you, are you planning on growing this to the point where maybe it could take over possibly your main income? Um, so my idea, I guess, and as of right now, it's just how I'm thinking of it would be within a couple of years, maybe they can start helping with things and uh, whether it's making a bracelet or, you know, some cleaning chain, and I could pay them per bracelet or per chain they clean or so it could be a little bit of a job and, uh, you know, teaching them some responsibility. And then depending on how long it lasts, if this keeps going, if it could lead me to early retirement or give me something to do, uh, you know, to get into retirement earlier, because that's that's one of the things that my wife and I are saving for is retiring a little early. So if this is something that's like, Hey, you can do it. You just have to make X amount of dollars per year. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I don't see it replacing my full-time income. I'd, I'd have to be sitting making bracelets for 
15 hours a day right (laughs) to get um, yeah but yeah i mean it's just it's a nice little what i think of it is as a hobby and most hobbies cost money but this one's Mm -hmm. nice because it actually brings in some money um for the most part i'm sinking it all right back in or i'm buying bike parts for myself and then i turn those old bike parts into you know other creations but at least it's not me spending money so that's the way i'm looking at it yeah no that's really good i think it was um joey when we had um outside brandon on the show and i think i think you were in the chats brian and i was like we got to get these two together did you guys ever connect because both of you have like these crazy creative minds uh we messaged so he added me as a or he started following me on instagram right then um i've been watching some of his stuff like his thing today where he cuts down the weeds Oh, yes. <laughs> the writing machete. Yeah. Um, he does have a lot of great ideas. And yeah, I would totally collab with him if he wanted to. Yeah, I think that would be a good one. And I know that Joey here, he tinkers around a lot. He's got like a nice little station in his garage. Uh, so when uh, before the show started, he was like, man, this guy's making some good stuff. I keep all my chains, too. <laughs> yeah, I have a, I've got a box of, of them like this. And you just. Yeah, that, that's what I have right there. Yeah. I have one like that too. It's all the reflectors. I don't know what to do with the reflectors, but they're so, gonna come in handy. So I, <laughs> I've been saving reflectors. Of course, I save everything. I'm yeah, part of the order, but who's this? <laughs> uh, C for racing says Coleman. You are so cool. Tinkering cyclists make some sweet products. Nice. So, nice. Uh, yeah, the reflectors that backyard trail that I have, I put them all around the trees so you could ride it at night. Oh, that's good. If you go one direction, it's all the white and orange ones. But if you go the other direction, it's all the red. The red ones going the wrong way. Yep. Oh, that's it's just the other way. So the other way. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great idea. I always wanted to go out to a trail that I ride at night and just hang them all over the trees. So it'd it'd be like, oh, what is that? Or you know, show you the way through, but I didn't want to go defacing property, but yeah. <laughs> deface my own property instead. <laughs> so somebody's backyard, they're like, hey, where did this come from? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man. Hey, I almost forgot before we go further, we should give the whole shot award out tonight uh, for the show. Real quick, the whole shot award is going out to Trail Pimp right here. Trail Pimp popped on at 3.42 p.m. <laughs> Congratulations, Trail <laughs> oh, wow. Pimp, for the whole shot award. And I think I just saw he's been riding at the parks. The parks must be open. Um, he's riding as he's listening. So, hey, Medi, congratulations on the whole shot award. It says, later, guys, at the bike park. Speaking oh. of awards, let's do a giveaway of some sort. Yes, 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 yes. Let's do it. Um we can do Joey. Do you want to do a spin the wheel and we could do a giveaway or Brian, did you want to pick somebody at random? How did you, uh, I was going to make them do some work actually. Okay. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Uh, if they go on to Instagram and one, they have to be following me. Okay. But if they comment on some of my picture and just tag, tag one of your, or some of your riding buddies, in whichever picture you like the most and then i'll go through uh towards the end and i'll see we can pick someone awesome there it is so go to the tinkering cyclist on instagram 
give them a follow and then comment on there, tagging one of the buddies on on a specific picture or just any one of those. Anyone they want. Tag a friend on any picture and tell them to follow me too. <laughs> tag a friend and to to win. So I'm gonna pop that into the notes right now. Um, should we also open, should we keep this to the live chat tonight or do you want to open it up and give it a couple days for it to, to land on Spotify and iTunes? Yeah, we can do that. I don't know how long that usually takes, but yeah, it'll, it'll go live over the weekend. So, uh, maybe you could, if you want to select on Monday or you could give out something tonight, it's totally up to you. Yeah, no, I'll, let's do Monday. That sounds good. Okay. Monday says good. Oh, <laughs> Says Lauren says will work for prizes. <laughs> you got to get her on the show. <laughs> we do have to get Lauren on the show. She says, "Wait, I don't have any writing buddies." She you can, can tag. She can tag Johnny. Tag Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> well, he can't ride right now. He doesn't count. He doesn't have brakes. Yeah, there's no. He doesn't, well, he doesn't need brakes. He doesn't need yeah. brakes. He's fast. <laughs> yeah, he's he's fine. Sports TV with a donation guy. to the show. 1999 at dinner with wife. Everybody. Enjoy, enjoy the night and go right tomorrow if you can. And, yes. and get on get on spokesman's page and check out his uh bike shop that he's building right now. It's uh it's it's up there with Seth's bike hacks. Yes, yeah. Spokesman a really nice man cave together. Yes, he did. Well, it's called he, a bike cave. <laughs> bike cave. His bike cave, he just uh moved to well, I won't say the specific address, but he moved to <laughs> he moved to five 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 Alpine Drive. No, he he's in a beautiful the beautiful city of Durango, and uh, just purchased a, a beautiful home. And man, dialing out that uh, dialing out that bike cave, that's for sure. Yeah, it's looking good. Down by Kunis, his spokesman Lauren says no, no Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, let's check in with the chat and just see uh, if we have any questions in here and give sure. some shout outs. So I've been seeing, obviously, uh, we had Trail Pimp with the Whole Shot Award. We got Women's Mountain Bike Network in here. She says, "I need some of your bracelets in my life." Yes, yeah. Speaking of, got one right here that was just sent to me. Look at this. This thing is awesome. I'm gonna wear this. I know the kids are going to try to take it, but I'm going to wear this for luck on the trails. Um, how, what is speaking of things like this, um, bracelets and uh, and items? What are some of the best sellers that you've put out there? Uh, definitely bracelets. That's one of the biggest. Um, and everything kind of comes through in spurts. Uh, I have different coasters. I've had. Um, let me check. I, I see this in the spokesman's. Uh... I have coasters like this. Oh, that's dope. And oh, then, yeah, uh, epoxy coasters. Whoa. And these will go crazy for a while and then they'll kind of die off for a little bit, which kind of works out because they all use different things. And I only have so much stuff. So it's nice that, oh, if I have 20 of these, that they'll sell for a while. But then this uses a whole different gamut of parts. So. It's nice wow. that things go through spurts, but um, the the bracelets are a mainstay. The uh, the bottle openers, like the one you have, yes, um, those are pretty steady too. That's cool, and it's cool that you can engrave it right there. It's personalized. Yeah. So, have you ever put out something and you're like, I'm going to make this because I just want to, and it's never going to sell. And you were like, holy damn, someone bought it. 
There's, there's a lot of things like that. And, <laughs> and I've done the opposite. I've reluctantly made something that I didn't want to make and they sold. And I was like, Oh, it's so stupid. Uh, <laughs> like what, what is it that you did? Um, it was, well, this was one of, so the ball, the one that's on my shirt. Oh yeah. Um, what is that? That's dope. Is that chain? Yeah. So that's oh, all nice. pieces of chain. Wow. Apart, put back together as a, as a ball globe. Wow. Um, cool. It's like a soccer ball shape, but I made one and I, I just put it up for sale to have something in the store as content and someone bought it. And I was like, Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> I actually had to ship out the, it was a decoration in my house. And I'm like, well, I gotta get rid of that. And I guess I <laughs> guess I'm going to make another one. So. <laughs> you're like, you're like, excuse me, kids. I gotta, I gotta take that. <laughs> and the first, the first few I made took like eight hours to make them or wow. I'd never do it again. And then, a year later, I'd be like, you know, that was kind of fun. I want another one around. So I'd make them and I found faster ways of building them. But um, yeah, it was, it's just kind of interesting. That's, that's crazy when you make Mark, something like that. I, I see this in Spokesman's uh, new bike shop right here. Oh yeah. Look, this is an American flag. Or an American flag out of chain. That's pretty dope. Is that, is that on the website right there? Um, I think I just sold the last one of those. I made three of them at once. Um, and I just sold the last one recently. It was, so it was chain that I put in a wooden box and I epoxy coated over it. Wow. So it, it, it was good for hanging on the wall or you could use it as a dish to put, you know, keys or wallet in there. Nice. That's cool. And I saw something that I think I'm going to get, I need to buy for the studio. It's the skull that you have. And how in the world did you make? Yeah, right there. You're holding it right there. That thing is so sick. Yeah. Yes. What? So, how? What is it? What parts? <laughs> it's amazing. Um, they're all different parts. And this, this is another thing. So whenever I was making these coasters, all the parts had to be about a quarter inch thick. Okay. And I had all these other parts that I was like, what do I do with these? And then I saw these skull molds and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. So these are all larger parts and there's some smaller things in there. This one has a brake, a cantilever brake uh -huh. arm in it. Uh, or I've put bottom brackets in them. Wow. I, I usually try to get like a ball bearing or something around the eye there. Oh yeah, I see that. Ah, that's cool. Yeah, so it's really what I whatever I have. Um, like I said, this all started from just my scrap bin, but it's grown. So now I have two local bike shops that I work with. Uh, freewheeler bicycles in Grand Rapids and Main Street Bicycle in Zeeland, Michigan. So plug for them. Yes. Um, but they'll give me their scrap bins. They let me, I have a bucket at one of them and they fill the bucket for me. I just go in once in a while and get my bucket. Um, or, you know, I go dig through their scrap bins and come out with whatever I think is cool. And the things I used to grab, it used to only be cassettes and chains. But now that I've opened up to more things like the skull, you know, bottom brackets, other things like that. Um, I can just put more things in it now. So I'm constantly looking for new things to make with stuff that I have around. So like this sign back here, I took it to a show recently. It's actually on a fork. Oh yeah. Look at that. I, I needed a way to, to display my sign and I had a fork. So it's like, Hey, let's go with this. That's pretty cool. Now with those bike shops that you that you're working with 
do you, they carry your products in the shop? Uh, one of them does. And the other one asked me uh, if they could carry some stuff. So I, I need to make a display for them and uh, yeah, get some product over there. But yeah, so they have some in their shops. That's cool. So take us like for the people that are, you know, like kind of tinkering around trying to think about how do I do this? How do how did you approach the bike shop? Did you have a relationship with them or did you just walk in and create one? How did that start? So both of them I had a relationship with. Uh, one of them was a bike shop that I used to race for. Um, so back in the early 2010s, I was telling you I raced a lot. I raced for uh, Freewheeler. Um, the other one is local to my work and uh, I would consider myself friends with the owner. Uh, I go in there and uh, talk with them and get my parts and things from them, uh, you know, order parts for my own bikes. Uh, and they service my bikes a lot too. So I built the relationship and then uh, I approached the one and said, Hey, would you want to carry some of my stuff here? And he said, yeah, sure. Why not? I like it. I think it's cool. So uh, we just started doing that. And just that uh, easy. Like, yeah, just, and, just asking the question. Right. Well, the one bike shop, I said, Hey, what do you do with all your old stuff? Uh, and he said, well, we used to take it to the scrapyard, but it's not worth anything anymore. So we just throw it away. And I said, do you mind if I dig through your scrap bins? They're like, please do. Cause if you don't, <laughs> we have to go to the landfill sooner. So yeah, I went to freewheeler and I think I took 150 pounds of junk. Wow. And like, Oh, that was awesome. Cool. It saved us. You know, that's probably a couple weeks or months of stuff. And now we don't have to go to the landfill or, you know, fill up our dumpster with it. So um, they actually liked that I was going there, but that's really cool. And for yeah. you, it's like, it's inventory for, for, for tinkering around and making things. Yeah. So that works both ways. And I usually like, I'll take them a six pack of beer, some pizzas here and there. Cause I offered to pay and they're like, why it's your help. You're doing us a favor. So yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll bring you <laughs> some beers and here and there. That's awesome, man. It's like, it's like fill, f- filling a gap and then asking that, kind of uncomfortable question you know like hey can i work with you on stuff and i think that's what probably holds a lot of people back just asking that question to get to that next step because they're afraid of then i know i'm afraid of it i hate rejection i hate being told no but at the end of the day like someone says no i'm not bleeding (laughs) and in your case you're getting inventory and you're helping them out yeah yep that's cool and in the other case you're you're getting product displayed in the bike shop Right. That's cool. And now you're talking about you're at a show um, and that sign behind you is for the tinkering cyclist. Now, now that you've grown to shows, are you, is it something that's part of the bike shops that you've gone to, or did you seek out like a mountain bike festival and say, Hey, I want to get in on this. So actually that was through one of the bike shops. It was a bikes and beer night. And uh, the owner of the bike shop said, Hey, do you want to come be a part of this? I said, well, will there be bikes and beers? He said, yes. <laughs> Sounds great. I'll be there. <laughs> Sounds awesome. <laughs> so that's the one and only event I have done. Um, I'm not that interested in doing a bunch of events because those are on weekends. I don't want to be working on the weekend. Right. Time I'm away from the 45, 50 hours a week. So uh, one thing to just be chipping away in, you know, 15, 40, to 45 minute intervals during the week, but I don't want to tie myself to events yet, but I've thought about it here and there, but I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm also staying plenty busy. 
as is. So that's good. That's a great thing. What would you say to somebody who is tinkering around in their garage and they want to start something like this? Is this like crazy hard? Is it really scary? Was it easy now that you've been in this for like three plus years? Um, so I, it, it's hard cause it takes a lot to clean a chain. I, I would say most people would not realize how much goes into cleaning the chains and there's, there's pretty much two types of people. There's people that keep their chains flawless and it's perfect when I get it. And then there's people that use motor oil or Crisco or Pam on it. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I didn't know those were options. But <laughs> the third person would be the one that has never lubed it. And it's just a rusty piece of junk. But, <laughs> um, I actually do sell these coasters in a rusty steampunk style and people eat them up. Wow. So it's a good place to get rid of all my rusty chains, but right. um, <laughs> greasy ones though, I have to soak them in uh degreaser and then I have to put them in the ultrasonic and clean them. And then I have to hand wipe all of them. It's oh, wow. So if someone's looking to do it, um, go ahead. But <laughs> like I said, it, it it's nice for me because I can just sit down and clear my brain for a little bit or actually use my brain instead of just mindlessly scrolling. But um, yeah, so it, it's therapeutic for me. It wouldn't be for everyone though. Got it. Got and also it. thinking of new products. That's, that's one of the harder things because, you know, and sometimes I'll think of something and I, it has to be something I can make or manufacture or I have to figure out how to do it because I have plenty of ideas that I can't do. Um, but it's the ones that I have the means to do that really stick. Got it. Right. That makes sense. That makes sense. Would you say, Oh, here's something Joey's putting up there with this must, this is one of the bottle openers right there. Yeah. yeah so that's sure. a different style. So that's actually a 12 tooth cassette uh, cog. So, yeah, I like I like that because it's all mountain bike parts right there. So yeah, I just take one of these, and uh, I have to grind some portion out of here so I can get the chain to fit. Uh -huh. And I'll turn it into. Uh, so yeah, turn it into a keychain like that. Oh wow! So yeah, yeah it's cool. cool. It's just. You know, it goes from a cassette ring to a bottle opener, really. Wow. And I found that I make a lot of bottle openers and or coasters, so it's, it's pretty quite alcoholic of me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, mountain bikers and beer go together, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's always like illusion brews or a bike and brew or yep. or something and brew, you know? It's always it's always one of those things for sure. Um we are getting questions out here. Oh, Skyflex MTB says, shout out to Skyflex MTB here. Good day, this segment. Good day to you too, sir. <laughs> Good day to you too. That is awesome. We got uh, Octodad out there in New Zealand. He is saying, what's up? Always good to see Octodad. What's up, Marty? He's saying pinky when it comes to uh, Johnny's finger. He's still stuck on Johnny's finger. Johnny's <laughs> finger. We can, we can, I think, can we say, Johnny, can we say 
Can we say what finger it was? Would you like to let the folks know? Because I think other people are, are wanting to know. And then Mia wants to know, um, was it surgically put back together? We're talking about taking tops off the bottles, but we want to know if the finger was able to put back on. <laughs> Good old super glue. Good old super glue. Oh, man. Uh, Octodad out of New Zealand saying, what can we make out of old tires and old tubes? Any ideas on there? Yeah, so I have made some things. Uh, I've made some signs out of tubes, and uh, I've made some keychains out of tires, so the tread or sidewall of that. I don't know if Joey can find that or not, but... Um, keychains out of tires, yeah. Right. I made a sign kind of like this one. Uh, oh, that's dope. Is that out of tire? No, so the one I made was out of a tube, I covered everything with a tube and then I put uh, it was all silver instead of black here. Oh, wow. But, but this is like the road signs that have the bike on them for like, yeah. like and whatnot. Right. So I made three of these. I made this one, the, the, that tube one. And then I made this uh, Woodburn one as well. Oh, I, I saw that yeah, one being made on your that's Instagram. That's the other one I was looking for, Steve's shop. That would look good in his new bike shop. Yeah, yeah, that would. That would look really good. Yeah, so this one was all hand-burned. I I had this soldering iron right here. Well, it's a wood burner. But oh, yeah. I just sat there and dotted away for Yep, so that's the, uh, that's the tube one. There we go. Yeah, Joey's quick on the draw there. Yeah, there it is. Go. Yeah, that was all silver, and oh, look at that! That looks good. Yeah, that looks good. That looks yeah, really. I, good. That one was my favorite, and I actually put up a poll to see which of the three that people liked the most, and they liked the wood burned one the most. But I still have that one. <laughs> so, oh, it hasn't sold yet. Yeah, no, but I sold the that tube one. Dang, that looks cool, man. That was on a twenty nine or two twenty nine by one point seven five. Look at that. Yeah, one point seven six. Yes. <laughs> So good. Now, are there ideas about, do you have any, like any idea that's going to be dropping into the shop here recently? If people are just coming onto this and looking at oh, it. Lauren, Lauren had an idea. Yeah. Yeah. What was Let me remove this. Lauren says, uh, you could epoxy a dead rat and it will sell. Epoxy is where it's at. <laughs> Sold. I don't have any of those, but. Mar marketing director. <laughs> Maybe. Why don't I epoxy a fingertip in the next. <laughs> in the skull. Yeah. Put body parts in the skulls. That'll be fun. <laughs> Lauren just said, Joey's putting up, <laughs> hey, we're all stuck on Johnny's finger, except Johnny's finger. Oh, that yeah. is. <laughs> is it too soon? Is it too soon? <laughs> Johnny, is it too soon? Is it too soon? <laughs> Johnny says, this is about tinkering. Go buy his stuff. Amazing products. I'll be able to say, I knew him when. <laughs> yes He's trying to get us off his finger <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> no so, but if you're if you're going on the tinkeringcyclist.com um you're i think brian you're going to tell us that you had some possible new ideas drop in actually two of them right behind you oh yes oh, those are nice those are oh, nice let me go, over, Mark. yeah let me go grab them real quick <laughs> so i haven't even uh i haven't posted about those yet 
I guess I'll wait till he gets back. Well, now now you are. <laughs> yep. Those are sick. I love how with the S, it's the it's the logo for the Tinkering Cyclist, mm-hmm. and on the back, it's 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 uh, burned in there, and then there's also like a, a hole so you can hang it on the wall. But th- this is my my kids. He made me one for Madison and one for Messiah back there. So these are really nice, super nice. I love the goggles right there too. Yeah, so, so good. I don't know if you can hear. So I, <laughs> I haven't posted about those yet or anything. And actually, your kids are the best picture I've got so far of those two. So, oh, um, nice. I did just put make that posting today for that. So that's live now. Uh, I do have three different sizes, so it ranges from Woo! 12 inches to this little ornament here. Okay, yeah. So this is just one piece, but this is a two-piece stained laminate. Or you can... So this would be like a general one that doesn't have any name right here. Uh-huh. But you can customize them, too, to have your kid's name on them or oh, your that's, name. That's so but good. I, I do have another idea to do with these, two, So they could come in pieces, and you could paint them. Uh, I have to figure out how to do that. So that'll be coming at some point. Uh, this is kind of straying from using used, used bike parts though. So, uh-huh. but I thought it was too cool to pass up. I had the idea and I was like, I want to make it. I don't care. Dude, it's in the theme. Heck yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, so this idea I had for a long time, it was, a. so this is a fat bike emblem. This is actually the same fat bike that's on our our uh, our signs, our trail signs around here. But I wanted to put the bike parts in it. So you have like the crank here, uh, brake rotor and caliper here, pedal, chains and whatever. So this right here is actually a cassette. Oh, lock yeah. Ring. Oh, yeah. So right there. even with this, I was like, I want to try to find a way to bring actual bike parts to this, but I had this in my mind for, I'd say six months, and I couldn't figure out how to make it, and I, and get it perfectly how I wanted it. But, um, yeah, I finally got it, and I have a couple different sizes of that too. the The largest one's the only one that reuses uh, that bike part, the cassette lock ring. But, um, yeah, so I don't want I don't want to become a laser guy or just lasering wood. I'd like to keep it bike related. That's why I like the coasters because, you know, they have the chain on there. Yeah, that's nice. That's definitely nice. Uh, I love that. I love that. Uh, Lauren's saying that could be the outer edge of a watch face. The chain, I would assume. Oh yeah, like on the, like like as a like maybe a cover for an iPhone. Watch, could you do that? Could you make a little chain guard that goes around a watch face? I guess. Yeah, maybe. It would it'd probably be bulky. That's the hard thing with chain. I mean, it's one size, so it's not like it scales up or down at all. Uh-huh. Like that with the watch in there. Oh, yeah. Look at Lauren, man. She's thinking. She's thinking. Yeah. Good job. Good job, Lauren. Dang. Yeah, she says, seriously, on the watch face chain border idea, that would be so cool. That would be cool. That would so be very cool. A Rolex. a Rolex? 
I'll hit up Rolex and see if they want. Yeah, to play. <laughs> we got to get you. Uh, who was guy that? right? <laughs> we miles and it, I'd be a millionaire. Yeah, we got miles uh, there. Yeah, Miles. Uh, we had a guest on the show, Miles Wide. He actually worked for Tiffany, so maybe there's a connection there. We can oh, get yeah. you guys. That'll yeah. work too, right? That Sorry wouldn't be. <laughs> that wouldn't be bad at all or maybe even a bike to to logo oh here we go more more yeah, um, like this one. Oh, we're clicking on the same time <laughs> johnny's saying i like a phone case with the chain around it yeah that would be dope and then, on the back right and then your magnetic things everywhere you could like magnetically pop that on there because it would magnetize to the chain and then yeah. you can shoot clips from that hmm some stuff be thinking here. <laughs> yeah, keep rolling. Keep going. <laughs> Trail Monster, Trail Monster, who is at work right now. So hey, don't tell the boss, but Trail Monster is possibly allegedly at work listening to us. He says, Great stuff you make. I'm I'm, pro- I'm pretty sure they don't call him Trail Monster at work. So yeah. <laughs> Mr. Neil. Mr. No, Neil. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. Allegedly, your name is Neil. I don't know who you are, but uh, and I think he said it like this: it's great stuff. <laughs> so you, when you said trail Ma- monster i i thought of that in cookie monster's voice so <laughs> <laughs> joey does a great cookie monster joey can you do it that's how i eat my cookies though <laughs> we have a question here from johnny he's saying what about hats are they limited so i i have uh a few different styles. These ones are new. I got them last week or so. Uh, and then I have a different style that just has the other Tinkering Cyclist logo on it. And then in all of them, I push a chain link into. Oh, yeah. No way. Oh, that's cool. But. Dude. Yeah. So it, I do have these. These are. Everything I have is up on the web on Etsy. Uh, I I will eventually make my own website, but it's just time it's you know would yeah. i rather be making something or making a website so right making something's way more fun yeah it than... is. I, I just need a web guy yeah so yeah. if i'm looking for a something to do on the side <laughs> <laughs> yes well you could also make joey a num 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 hat <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> on it. only, uh, only if it smells like cookies though <laughs> exactly yeah. or Speaking, has a cookie holder it needs a right? cookie holder too <laughs> whenever joey and i are riding a place next it's close to us called sky park we can never leave there without hitting the cookie shop there's this amazing cookie shop that sky park has and joey's like it's almost the end of the day we got to go hit the cookie shop and we're just eating I cookies like, on i the like way to down. start with a cookie and end with a cookie <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> mtb raging saying send me a hat i promise next week i'll push joey in the water <laughs> i like that idea actually had had an idea for you so how many times have we been out there and we break a chain and we don't have a master link because it's just this little thing that we should be carrying on us and a lot of times if you're like i'm just gonna do a quick one on my local rip i don't even think about bringing my hip pack and then bam it happens if you had something like you have on your hat but it's the master link that we could pull off somewhere like maybe it's on our watch or maybe it's on your wrist right now this is this my master link that's a 12 speed rainbow sram eagle master link that'll work on any 12 speed chain dude dude 
Mark, it was so close. It was right there. It was right there. <laughs> Somebody already idea. thought of it. <laughs> Somebody already thought of it. <laughs> You're already wearing it. This is awesome. I have a master link. This is great. Joe, Joey, next time we're at a place that doesn't yeah. exist called I, Ted's. Yeah, we, we can pay that guy back next we time. We can pay that guy back. Yeah. You got a master yeah, so link from somebody. I used to just do standard chain links. And then one day I was like, and I've seen these made. People do them different styles. It, a lot of them have a clasp on it, which I just have these uh, these slide knots on there. Yeah, I love but, that. So, And I've never seen them done with uh, the actual rollers of the chain. So if you've ever looked at a chain closely, there's the rollers in here. Uh-huh. So that's oh, what's yeah. actually on the sides of the link. Right oh, there. yeah. So Look then I was like, why don't... I could do this with a master link and then I'd always have one on me. Um, and if, if you actually scroll through on my Instagram, there is a picture. Uh, I've actually used this link in a friend's bike. Uh, he had an 11 speed and I ride all 10 speeds, but we used, we used my 10 speed link on his 11 speed chain. He was able to ride out. He's able to get back to the car. That's awesome. Yep, right there. So that's, that's my bracelet right there. It, wow yeah we cracked it apart and put it in the chain and he rode out so holy cow that's awesome i see that even biking with bobo like that one look at that that's pretty dope right that's probably there. the last one he liked tell him tell him to get back on there yeah that's pretty good that's pretty good that's pretty good endorsement right there mt radio mm -hmm. says you just blew my mind yes nice. dude this is amazing because how many times? I see that. I see that on Seth's bike hacks when he does the uh, product reviews. You can do that bracelet with the master link in there. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I've I've wanted to send it to him. Yeah. But one, he's pretty hard on a lot of project products. Yeah, but that my psyche can take that. <laughs> I'm fragile. Um, <laughs> wrong with that though. That's yeah. But that's the other thing is, if it if he did like it and it went crazy. I don't know that I'd want to make that many bracelets. But they, <laughs> you gotta be ready for that. Oh, right. and around Christmas, I'm already swamped. So I did send one to Sid and Mackie. And it was the beginning of December. And then I think they shared it on just their story on Instagram. And my sales were crazy that weekend. I had to go in and up the price so people would stop buying them. Uh -huh. Because <laughs> I think I had like, 30 bracelets i had to make and they're not fast they take a good you know 15 20 minutes to make each one so i'm like and this is in december when it's really i'm busy with you know christmas stuff and yeah that just sent my that sent my sales over like through the roof and i'm like oh my gosh i have to be more calculated when i do this <laughs> right i did it to seth or yeah i thought about yeah bmbn uh, i'm like if they one. got a hold of it i have to quit my job and just tie knots all day <laughs> wait for the twins to get a little older and they can help you with with the yeah, that part there's exactly. one there's another one joey just brought up that's on a on a necklace huh is that another yeah so um i mean i can put uh quick links in here but most of the people that buy my stuff just like that it's uh it's like bike related they're not thinking of the the form or the uh practicality of, of it yeah now bikers see it and they're like oh that's a quick link that's cool i like it um and that's that's why i have it there 
but uh, most of the sails are just a standard bracelet that's a free chain that i've cleaned up and polished and you know made into a bracelet but i do have to buy the quick links and they're not cheap so yeah, right um it is you know it's more expensive than using a standard uh chain link but you know it there's a price point for everyone with them so sure yeah no thank you for sending this i have a 12 speed quick link eagle shram look at that master do you have right a 12 there speed? I, I, I do okay. oh yeah Oh yeah, I do. I do. And I'm stoked on this thing. This thing is awesome. I really appreciate it. Tell people where they could, where, where can they go to buy this? I know you, you have a website that I've seen, but uh, where are the two places they can go? Is it Instagram and the website? So yeah, mostly, uh, mostly I'm trying to get Instagram followers and uh, most of my interaction is through that, but all of my sales are through uh, Etsy. So but I mean, if you see something or if you have an idea or a custom idea, you can email me, you can Instagram me, you can do whatever. But everything for sale right now is just through Etsy. Okay. Uh, like I said, I would like to start my own site sometime, but there's a lot to that where it's, you know, taxes and all this other, you know, shipping internationally and everything like that, that I have to figure out. And it's like, I I just spend my time tinkering right now instead of building a website. So yeah, having that full, but if they did type in the tinkering site or tinkering cyclist.com that, that does take you to a, a page. Yep. Are there, can you add things to the cart there and buy, or is that more you for show? Yeah. yeah. So that's just like a landing page. Eventually that's where all the sales will take place. I've thought about, I know you can sell things directly through Instagram, Facebook, things like that, but the more I spread myself, I, I don't know. I think, I think I might lose track of things and I don't want that to happen. So I do plan on doing a Shopify store at some point, but um, it's just time. Yeah. Now, this is cool. That, that That's not my forte. I'm not that great at computers. I mean, I know when I'm in Minnesota versus Michigan on a computer, <laughs> so I, I don't know how to make my own website. So <laughs> The touche, sir. Yes, I, I I deserve that. Octodad is saying, what about bike cave hooks out of old parts, you know, yep. levers, old frames, old cranks, or other larger parts? Yep, I've seen that. I have a few pictures saved that uh, sparked my ideas. I haven't done anything like that yet, but it is a cool idea. I don't have that many levers right now, so, you know, yeah. once I dig to those and find them in my boxes and see what right? I can do with it. Think I did about... make a sign for a shop. Uh, it said Kayona, Kayuna. And I think, ironically, I think that is in Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Joey found it on Etsy. There you go. Look at that. All those five-star reviews. Heck yeah. All those people want to get the uh, quick, I mean, get the master link and you're on. Yep. You don't know how bad you need one until you, you really need one. Yeah. And then I actually forgot about mine. I, my buddy broke his chain. I was like, oh, that sucks. Have fun walking. Like, <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> well, I was like, Does anybody have a quick link? And I'm digging through my camelback. And my buddy goes, dude, you have one on your wrist. I go, oh, yeah. Like, put it in speed. And I'm like, oh, this is 11 speed. Let's try it. And we threw it in there and it worked. So. 
That's so that's funny that you that you almost forgot about that almost tops the time that uh, Joey and I were in the parking lot trying to fix the tape on his rim and he kept leaking air and we were like, well, sorry, Joey, I guess you're not gonna be able to ride today. That totally sucks. And then halfway through the ride, someone's like, did nobody give Joey a, a tube and yeah. a tube for his bike? <laughs> we're like, oh, crap. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> oh man i've had plenty of those moments yes but now now if it's chain related and you have 12 speed uh i got you covered if you see me out on the trails ask me i'll have this on me uh from there the tinkering go. cyclist which is awesome and uh check out the tinkering cyclist you guys on instagram brian it's been so great to have you on the show Thank is there of course brother is there anything that you wanted to share that we didn't get a chance to tell the folks uh just a reminder for the giveaway. I'll be doing something Monday for that. Not sure what it'll be yet, but uh, go on and follow me on Instagram. Uh, tag your friends and tell them to follow me, and we'll we'll get hooked up and get you something cool. But nice. other than that, uh, not really. Okay, yeah, check it out. Check out the Tinkering Cyclist. It's even been approved by Bobo, which we just saw on <laughs> on his page right there for the for the chain link and Brian you're doing some great things I'm so glad that we caught you on this stage of your journey I'm sure the next time we have you on the show it's going to be crazy with websites and taxes and international shipping and all kinds of stuff <laughs> yeah, maybe I won't be an engineer anymore <laughs> you never know you never know and I'll be tuning up on my geography so that I can tell the difference between Michigan and Minnesota oh man tinkering cyclist folks on instagram tinkering cyclist as the landing page and uh, if you want to buy anything make sure you head over to etsy type in tinkering cyclist get yourself one of these wristbands for you as well as other things i'm going to be on there purchasing a skull here soon so uh brian thank you so much brother thanks for having me see you see you guys thank you for the chat Senders, thank you so much for downloading episode 111 with Brian, the tinkering cyclist out of Michigan. I was having a hard time with Michigan and Minnesota last night for some reason, but I uh, hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Um, thank you to Brian for jumping on the show and sharing his story on how the tinkering cyclist became, as well as where you can purchase products for the tinkering cyclist for your home or office or bike cave as well. Big thank you going out to the supporters of the segment podcast. Thank you so much to YT Industries. YT, live uncaged. Love those bikes. Also, thank you to Tasco, Tasco MTV. If you see me out on the trails, you will always see me in Tasco shorts, pants, or gloves. Most likely always the gloves and the shorts. Uh, Tasco is making some great products out there, and I always appreciate their support newest supporter to the segment podcast is 6d helmets if you haven't had a chance to look at the science behind 6d helmets please take a look as we all know how important helmets are and concussion protocols and to be safe out there 6d is making one of the most competitive safest helmets on the market so please take a look at 6d helmets and uh, hope to get you guys a promo code for a discount on those as well also big thank you going out to ssb sand sports brothers for keeping my bikes nice and healthy it is the preferred drink of choice by my bike after all the rides by their chain lube their spray and wash as well as their tire sealant 
Folks, again, thank you so much for downloading the segment podcast where I try to highlight folks that are moving from the ordinary to the extraordinary. And I always want to leave you on a high note. Make sure whatever is happening in your life to work hard through it because you're the one that's going to get you to the other side. And I know you can do it because all of your hard work is always going to pay off. See you guys back here for episode 112 on the next week. And uh, we'll see you guys on the top. See you soon.